Hey, um, guys, we have a, a secret uh, half-show voyeur happening <laughs> right now. <laughs> but, um, what? Don't worry, she can't hear any of the things you guys say. It's just saying to sitting in my directly in my field of vision, like directly opposite me, just just like I don't know, looking at pictures of Red Dead Redemption and <laughs> <laughs> looking at uh, pictures of Red Dead Redemption. That's what I think is happening. Anyway, she can't hear any of you guys. Yeah, she so does love Red Dead Redemption, though. She's so. going to get half the podcast early. <laughs> <laughs> but also half the garbage early. Well, actually, yeah, you know yeah, what? Yeah. Statistically, it's probably not going to be half the garbage, because I think I am overrepresented. <laughs> yeah. in Carrying a disproportionate amount of garbage. Garbage. Actually, yeah. it will sound disproportionately more garbage without... Without me? Yes, you're right. <laughs> yeah. You know what we can do... Um, St. Clair, if you like, rather than you waiting two weeks to hear the full episode, we can just send you Grace and T's audio, and then you can go yeah. listen to that. Just make make, <laughs> make notes of any of the big laugh, laugh moments. Yeah, be like, start your timer now, because yeah. it's going to be roughly correct, and then you'll know when the laugh lines are, yeah. and we can just go from there. This is a tale of a strange and dangerous world, a world known as Carthus. This is an adventure full of magic, hardship, and friendship. This is a tale about a world at war, and the people who are forced to endure it. When ancient magic starts to stir, three unlikely heroes find themselves embroiled in a quest much larger than themselves. But, more than any of that, this is a story about how to win loot and influence dragons. Hello, and welcome back to How to Win Loot and Influence Dragons. It's a D&D and betray your reaction. friends. Oh, oh, cool. Just, and, and interrupt your friends, it's, it's I guess. It's his revenge, the we're Count doing, of Monte We're Cristo. doing an interruption thing now, I suppose. I told you I would have my vengeance. <laughs> <laughs> oh, jeez. Let me try that again. Uh, it's a D&D 5e actual play for the Curio Network, blah, 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 etc. and so forth. I am the once and future returning king of Sydney, Ben McCallist. <laughs> I am the okay, city's no, eternal now prince, I'm Jackson Usid. Okay, and yeah. now the vengeance is on me as well, it seems. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, we, we had a, we had a what you might call contentious pre-roll, um, because I probably won't have included any of that audio, so if there's any um, obvious tensions between the, the, you could say the West and the East today, <laughs> then uh, you'll understand why, but let's, let's have our Western friends introduce themselves. We've got all that old West-East rivalry going. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I am the true... Uh, <laughs> fuck. Sorry, I was I was arranging my you dice. You are the true and then I fuck. Like, no, I agree. Thomas, that's it. <laughs> I'm the true fuck, Thomas Owen. Um, oh no! It's like True Strike, but but fucking yeah. All right, okay. Thomas Owen's here, that, and who else we is got? That what you're going with? No, I I am the uh, vengeance fueled Thomas Owen. Okay. okay, cool. Um, and I'm the half chewed bowl of muesli, Grace Chapel. <laughs> Gracie, why are you always food that's been partially eaten? This is my thing now. <laughs> Man, do, you, do, you remember, like, do you have a food thing? Is that what you're telling us? Yeah, I, I eat it like three times a day. 
like a few months back when we like nailed that opening like once and we were like hey we did it yeah like are we now just like deconstructing that the honestly dude I don't yeah. remember <laughs> let's reconstruct these jokes yeah, yeah, and yeah. let's reconstruct this podcast and get it back on track <laughs> yes, because please. I feel like we're teetering dangerously let's be close. all the king's men of this Humpty Dumpty podcast hey you know what's fucked up about Humpty Dumpty is at no point in the song does it actually say he was an egg mm. Well, obviously, it's because he was a cannon. Come on, get it right. He was a cannon? Humpty Dumpty is about a cannon. What? The egg came later. What came first, the cannon or the egg? It's the cannon. <laughs> the, well, hang on, what? It's a cannon? Why would a cannon sit on a wall? Did you say, why would a cannon sit on a wall? Yeah. <laughs> to shoot at the enemies? Uh. <laughs> Where the oh fuck else God. would you Tom- put your cannons? I think you might yeah. be the only person who knows that Humpty Dumpty <laughs> was a cannon. This is big news day. I need to read really The only person on life. the planet. Yeah. But of course you do. Like, honestly, that doesn't surprise me in the least. That's Sometimes when you're plotting you know. vengeance, you just need to know about cannons. <laughs> yeah. Well, Humpty Dumpty was actually a cannon used by the royalists during the English Civil War. So a cool vibe oh, shit. for that cannon. It was probably used to kill a bunch of, like, upstart Federalists. That's why the ki- all the king's horses and men were really upset about, like, yeah. not being able to put it back together. But again. also, why did the horses even try their horses? <laughs> it doesn't seem like a sensible play. Yeah. But, no, no okay. back then, all the horses were like Bojack. They were basically people. I think the royalists oh. were actually the good guys. Like, the ones... I bet you do, Grace. Oh, yeah, classic Grace Chapel. Eternal monarchist. (laughs) All right. Oh, yeah, you know, the royalists get a bad rap. (laughs) We glazed over a really insulting moment there where you started reading whatever you'd found on Google and Grace looked at me with utter shock in her face and said, oh, shit, like... She couldn't mm. fathom the fact that I was right about Humpty Dumpty being a canon no, or that I knew anything I, about the real world. our most vengeful episode yeah. yet. Tom's got salt coursing Don't through his Don't put me on revenge, Werner. <laughs> <laughs> this whole podcast is just me outlining my motives. Now, if any of you die, the bloody AFT yeah. or ATF or some shit. What is it? <laughs> yeah. Someone will get Yeah, the, the tax <laughs> office. Air, the ATO. control's going to come in. <laughs> the ATO is going to get you, dude. <laughs> like when they like how they brought down Al Capone. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> nah, um, I was actually going for like a strange Sons of Anarchy joke, but I forgot the. Oh, cool, dude! You cannot. Nobody else has watched that show. It's like you and like the Midwest of America. No one else watches that. Tom, you got to do what dude. I do and make constant oblique references to the pop culture that only you enjoy that the rest of the podcast doesn't listen to, and know that like someone out there listening is enjoying it. Like How's I it constantly. You, constantly do with Dark Tower. Yes. Do you have like a little following of people who love your esoteric references? I know we have listeners who like the Dark Tower. So you know what? Those ones <laughs> yeah, out there, nice. this is all for you. Yeah. It's all been for you the whole time. What do you think of Wizard in Glass? Hit me up. I think it's one of the best books in the series. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> um, cool, cool, cool. Uh, let's start the podcast, shall we? Let's, yeah. let's hey, uh, oh, I can do something like that. Let's you, play with you that. You know how... Uh, wizard in Glass, hey? Well, it seems like in this party, we've got at least one wizard, and she's a bit of a glass cannon. Nope, not there. She's also not a wizard, sorcerer, something. Nah, no good, no good. Look, sometimes, <laughs> oh, sometimes they go... S- Sometimes they go straight in the bin. Uh, <laughs> Sometimes you're gonna throw it out though. Sometimes you gotta try things, you know. That that was like the Dark Tower cinematic adaptation. That's what that was. Back in the dirt. Oh, you did it. When we last left our heroes, they had finally entered the Temple of Sea. 
Leaving Alyssa Brambles at the front entrance to guard the keystone, the party made their way inside. They quickly found themselves face to face with a word puzzle, which required them to enter the correct phrase into a board in order to open the door to the next chamber. After recalling that Valeria's notebook had referred to the temple as Davar's Cave, which nobody was allowed inside except for Davar, his thoughts, and his blessed solitude, our heroes correctly deduced that the passphrase was indeed Blessed Solitude. Progressing into the next room, the party was enveloped by a swarm of leathery, electric, bat-like creatures, which they eventually overcame. After looking around, they realised that the room contained a water puzzle, which required them to nimbly traverse a rushing torrent to reach some levers on the far side. Jody attempted the crossing first, but was quickly overcome by the waves and pulled under the surface of the water out of sight. That brings us to right now. So you guys don't see Jody for several seconds after he is pulled under this raging torrent of water. And then you probably are relieved to find that uh, you can see the top of a little head emerging from the water at the sort of base of this drop-off with the handholds that you guys are standing on the edge of. Because Jody has been rocketed all the way back across this platform course and slammed into a grate on the far side. When he hits that grate, Jody takes... Five bludgeoning damage. By the way, if you were to look back across uh, this sort of platform area, you would see the uh, landings, the little islands with the doors on the far side, slowly raising back up out of the water, the levers returning to their upwards position. For all intents and purposes, it appears that the puzzle is reset, and Jody is back here on the same side as you guys. What do you do? I guess we probably... Enact revenge, like, I... <laughs> on the water, Caligula's like a Caligula like. thing. Oh, nice, dude! Like, like a Caligula. You're gonna thing. go down there and yeah. stab Hell the water yeah, a lot, dude. Yeah, very good. <laughs> uh, I mean, I was thinking even like a Xerxes thing, like even older schooler. Ooh. All right, but, but really, what do you guys do? Like, how are you gonna solve this puzzle? Um, you, you've essentially just seen that like Jody went over to one of the islands, pulled one of the levers, the clock ticked out, and then he was essentially ejected <laughs> yeah. back over to the start well, of the puzzle and it yeah. reset. I love this wipeout like tournament you've made for us, dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I was thinking like, what a fun like obstacle courses. I was thinking like yeah. Ninja Warrior yeah, kind nice. of thing. That yeah, nice. Should we try it together? One, two, three. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. So, so your plan is to do it like at the same time. If I take you, if it, if I take you there, Julia, is that right? Yes. Voice in the sky. <laughs> yes. Exactly. So, so you guys are going to try and, and and jump on these platforms like one on each stream, I guess, at the same time, or are you going? Are you going to follow with that idea that you had about like trying to go to the same one together? What's what's the plan here? sequence i think like as in mm-hmm. so like once we hit the first one then we have like it seems like there's a, well, maybe there's like a a countdown to hit the second and then the third so maybe we, we do it like a like a one two three sort of a, a vibe mm-hmm. so let's do this thing so you yeah. guys are going to try and do this uh do you have any preference for order remembering that the, the islands on the far side are labeled one two and three we've kind of roughly seen what the challenge is we probably want to start with the person best at dodging waves and end with the person worst at dodging waves so that we're all there at the same time. Um, mm-hmm. How how dodgy are you, Drazilia? Um, I'm extremely now, dodgy. I can't dodge waves, I wa- but I am dodgy. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to say, by the way, um, I very deliberately have left this mechanic, as I said, for like you guys to come up with a creative way to block or avoid or dodge or whatever these waves. Like, if you want to give me a way that you can use one of your character's skills uh, oh, totally. to do that. Yeah, yeah, cool. When you try and wave me, I'm still going to be like, I just fucking 
put all my dwarf mass as low to the ground as possible and just <laughs> just fucking cop it. But like, I'm more just oh, trying nice. to. Like, so you're gonna just try and fight the way. <laughs> yeah, yeah that's very big cool. Xerxes thing. I like that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so we have to uh, like avoid the waves. Is that essentially it? Or cop you them. just have to make it. Across or maybe the room we have to make the wave happen. What color right. is the wave? Is it a blue wave? Hey, what a cool, relatable American <laughs> politics joke. This is very good. Stuff. Very good. Okay, okay, so what order are you guys tackling these platforms in? Um, okay, Trasilia turns to Duncan and says, How are you feeling? Do you need any. Do you need me to help you? Nice. What? Do you need me to help you? Do you reckon you can manage? <laughs> How would you help me? It's fine. I don't, I don't need to help you. Don't worry about it. And with that, Drazilia casts haste on herself and herself alone. <laughs> oh! Spicy, spicy. All right. That's definitely not what I thought the plan was going to be there, but very, very cool. So Drazilia's haste. So I guess and- then you can go to the first platform and just cop it the whole time? I'm probably still way slower than Jody. It's true. Are you guys not all going to go at the same time? Is that not the plan? Because the platforms move at different times, yes? No, there's so there's they're all like in sync, basically. Oh, really? There's okay. like three streams. Oh, right. And it's not just one platform. It's like there's a stream of platforms going along. They don't, they don't uh, cross, though, do they? The streams. No, no, no. No, they don't. Never. Never cross the streams. Never cross the streams. Okay. And, um... <laughs> Um, well, yeah, I guess if they're moving at the same time, then I guess we're probably just heading down there at the same time, mm-hmm. trying to, like, dodge them out the best way we can. Um, in terms of Jody being in the water, is there, like, a ladder or something Yeah, to yeah so again? this whole wall is, like, handholds that you can climb up. Cool. But also, Jody can breathe underwater. It's true. You know. It's true. It has to. <laughs> <laughs> he definitely does. Yeah. Um, well, I think as this conversation is happening, Jody is probably, like... Clambering up um, like a drowned rat. He's probably just like running up the wall, actually, given oh, that's nice. a thing that he can do. Nice, so nice, Cody's nice, just nice, like nice, running nice, vertical nice, up nice. the Very wall. cool. Clambering kind of makes me think of like climbing the way a clam would. <laughs> <laughs> the way it knows how. Okay, okay. So, all right. So, so what? Jody number one, Resilient number two, Duncan number three? Is that where yeah. we're at? Okay, fantastic. Now, you're jumping down at roughly the same time. I am going to do this in, like, a turn order kind of thing. So, Jody, do you want to go ahead and give me your relevant check? Wonderful. And we're doing this as... Yeah, uh, dexterity check to avoid these these boys as they make your way across there. Straight dex. See, the thing is, Jody's actually very good at dex, but he did just roll a critical fail. (laughs) (laughs) So, all right, no, no, no. we're going to play this out because you guys said you all jump at the same time. So you're all jumping at the same time, so we're still going to do Drazilia and Duncan's attempt to get over there. But basically what happens is Jody jumps down onto the platform, gets himself into, like, his dancing stance, ready to dodge the waves, and a big one just comes, like, immediately up from in front of him and just doinks him in the forehead. What do you you think about this? Because, keep in mind, he's just, he's completely drenched she's just been in the water what do you think about Jody landing and then just being a bit slippery and just sliding off the platform <laughs> like, like he has too much momentum going forward lands oh. and just like slides off and yeah I, I like like that. when somebody's running the at the edge of a pool and then they're just fucking yeah like exactly. they just beef it and like their butt their butt is just never the same <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, he just abs- absolutely beefs it. Considering that he's he's caught in the undertow, just caught in the undertow, nice. pulled back into the wall, and takes three bludgeoning damage oh, as oh, yeah. he strikes into that uh, grate down again. So that's that's Jody for this round. He's great, back at the dude. Beginning. Great. Let's see. Ah, got him. Let's see Drazilia's attempt. So so what's your what's your plan here? Are you just going for dodging too, Drazzy? Like you're just like hasting yourself up so you can dodge real nice? Yeah. Well, this is funny because um, now that I read haste on my spell sheet. <laughs> It's, uh-huh. um, it doesn't actually improve 
Your no. dexterity <laughs> checks, only your saving throws. So Yeah. <laughs> you can that just fail twice as quickly. Um, um. <laughs> no, I think what we'll yeah. do, because that doesn't make much mechanical sense uh, in this context, I think what we will do is just say it boosts your dexterity checks in the same way that it boosts your dexterity saving throws for the context of this puzzle. So, is that just advantage that it gives you? Yep. Alright, so go ahead and take a dexterity advantage. So Juzzy, Juzzy's trying to trying to beat Jody at his own game. She sees him do yes, the dodging and she's like, huh, I can make myself magically good at dodging. And given that I have advantage, she's probably definitely going to do better than Jody. <laughs> I mean, mathematically you'd say so. Probably not double crit fails, although yeah. wouldn't that be something? <laughs> Yeah, it's a 19. Oh, boy, that does surpass the DC that I've set. So, yeah, Juzzy's, like, I don't know, fucking inspired by Jody's previous attempt and not so much the one that's happening concurrently with this one. And she just, like, puts a blindfold on and fucking... (laughs) (laughs) Feels... Yeah. Is she basically Daredevil? Is it high enough that she can... I think so. She's actually dancing out of the way of the waves and is making it into, like, a cool little routine just to yeah, really I think so. put Jody on. It's like, a, it's like a contemporary hip-hop sort of vibe, I think, yeah. <laughs> Didn't we have a thing about Juzzy doing, like, a cool jazz yeah. dance semi-recently? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was when yeah, Jody yeah. was, like, dancing okay on the water and yeah. she was crushing it on my head. Oh, yeah, just and you did dance better. It was, yeah, just nothing, really it was just nothing compared yeah. to him being on the water. Yeah, absolutely. Right. So Juzzy just fucking breakdances her way across this gap and now is on the island on the other side. We'll go to Duncan now. I think what Duncan will do is lean into the fact that he's covered in metal, lie down on the platform and just <laughs> I love and it. just grip on. <laughs> okay, okay. Take a con no, take a strength check for me. Give your uh, yeah, take a strength check for me. Take a strength check for me Did as you, you as you try. Steal my dice? Yes. Oh my goodness. Okay, here we go. 14. Uh, 18 all up. Yeah, that is sufficient. So Duncan just grips the stone with his stubby dwarven fingers. And That's just why they call fucking... me Dun Sufficient Khan. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, and just gets rocked in the ribs by these, like, fucking, like, columns. They're not so much waves as they are, like, actual tendrils of water that are just, like, bludgeoning him as he moves across. But they fail to knock him off the platform. He makes it to the other side. He can jump back up onto one of these islands. So we're going to go back around to Jody now. The way I, I have structured this is basically it takes you, like, one action to get across. And then on your next round through this sort of puzzle-specific version of initiative, you have to make, like, another check to dodge the or block or some way stop the stuff and then you get to do the lever so we're gonna go back around to Jody here so he's got an opportunity to try again yeah he, Jody, Jody just like grits his teeth and tries again <laughs> um oh that one's a like a 19 base plus okay base, yeah, yeah. So, that's fine yeah. so Jody Jody is like embarrassed by his first effort and he's like all right I can do this better and then I don't know how do you think he, he puts some extra style on this one what I want to see is as like the platform's moving and as like the water's like sort of like dancing around him are there any like because you're talking about them being tendrils? Are there any long enough that Jody can run along it and run towards the other side? Because oh. that is 100 percent what Jody wants to try and do. I think because they're, they're kind of coming up 
like locally at where the platform is to yeah. attack Jody on the platform. So they're kind of heading back down into the water, but you could definitely like jump onto one, like slide down it, like very much like Tarzan wave wave sliding yes, on a on yes, a branch, yes, and then jump back yes, onto your platform yes. like on the other side. Just having a, having a fun time. Yeah, 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 yeah. Just oh, that's that's one dodge. Like there's a tender coming for you. You jump, surf down it, and then jump back onto the platform. Oh, Hell yeah, I like that. Cool. That's very cool. And now we're on the platforms. So, Druzzy, I'm going to need you to make some kind of check. Considering you're still hasted, you can keep your advantage dex check uh, to, to keep dodging these waves. As now that you're standing on this island, there's like a torrent of, of these little tendrils coming at the now stationary Drazilia, trying to pull her back down into the water before you can attack that lever. So go ahead and do that. Make a check for me, please. Right. With advantage. Oh, no. Now, given that that wasn't just a check... Does that mean that I still have time to take an action if I so desire? If you succeed on this, you get an action. What do you? Well, no, you um, that's a seven. So. Oh what boy! When um, you steal someone's dice. Okay, so I know that it is technically just water, but um, could a magical force field repel it? Absolutely. If you're thinking about casting the spell shield, absolutely that would be sufficient to stop like a projectile that does bludgeoning damage for sure. Yeah, I'm going to um, cast the spell shield. Fantastic. So as a reaction, Druzzy like knows that she like she's doing her fucking cool dance to try and avoid the waves. She knows she's put a foot wrong and uh, sees a tendril coming straight for her and throws up a big magical barrier and the, the water just kind of disperses off it, keeping her there long enough that you can now you have an action if you'd like. You can try and pull the lever or you can do something else. Um, did Jody pull the lever? Jody has just made it to the island. Yeah. He hasn't had his chance to pull the lever yet. Okay, can I throw a dagger at Jody's lever? Or is that an attack? Oh, you want to... No, absolutely, you can. You want to throw a dagger at Jody's lever <laughs> yeah. to try and, what, activate lever number one. Yeah. <laughs> all right, fuck yeah, I'm into it. Um, have you got... Some... Yeah, all right, cool. Let's, let's just give that a try. Uh, go ahead, make an attack roll. Uh, I think you have advantage on those, right? Because of the haste? Oh, of course, yeah. you have an extra action. I forgot about that. Doesn't give you advantage. Okay, but you do you get two cracks at it. Two you have two cracks at it if you wanted. Which is essentially advantage. Oh, Grace, with um, haste, you could hit his lever and then pull your lever. If you if you hit his lever oh, with this yeah. dagger throw, you um, could totally then pull your lever. Of course. So what check is it? Uh, it's an attack roll. Don't worry about it. It's a critical fail. <laughs> <laughs> Does that mean the dagger flies into Jody? Yeah, I... I, I, I yeah, I think it narrowly skims by Jody, and he just like oh, what a, what a has cow, what a him of this plan. Make her kill him. I mean, I could try again. I've got an extra. You could try again. Wait, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. What? Wait, so as in she's thrown a ranged weapon at me? Oh yeah, Jody could probably catch it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It. If she's if, she, if if like if it's bounced back and it's coming at me, like I think Jody probably catches it and uses a reaction to throw it at the at the lever. Which lever? His lever. Whoa. Yeah. Oh, that's fucking hot. That's fucking. Is this an alley Is that what this is? Yeah, basically, yeah. <laughs> like like Dr- Drusley has just whiffed it, but like like through some chance, it's actually ended up becoming like like the most perfect basketball player. <laughs> 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 like, you could yes, I love this. Oh, what a cool way to say the old Jody. That's yeah. so. That's if so this fun. works, Jazzy will take full credit for it. Full credit. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, no, of course. So, so you gonna... catch the thing and you make an attack roll. Yeah, yeah. Um, oof. Okay, that's only a fourteen <laughs> to hit, <laughs> which is you know not, not very great. Right. <laughs> 
But, <laughs> but yeah, pretty cool. But as an attack, like as an attack on like a stationary object, yeah, yeah, a fourteen and that sort of thing, part to like, of, actually knock it down. Part of the know. role is aim, and also yeah. like you're trying to knock down a lever. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I think fourteen, it, it hits the lever but just bounces off it. It doesn't okay. knock it down. Damn, that's but it did look cool for sure, for sure. All right, Josie, you got another action. You can have another crack at this. Yeah, dagger number two. Yeah, yeah, go. Jo- also, Josie yells out, "Save the dagger!" <laughs> um, it's only a 13. Oh, fuck. This dagger just misses the oh, lever. No. It's plush proficiency. Um, it's 17. Oh, fuck. That is enough, actually. I think this dagger, toppling end over end, manages to, like, catch the, the top part of the lever with the base part of the dagger as it's spinning forwards, and that, like, rotational momentum flips the lever down on Jody's platform. So again, uh, the big Roman numeral one above the door lights up, the lever lights up, and that loud ticking apparatus begins to talk. That's the end of Brasilia's turn, I believe, which brings us to Duncan. Lever one has been struck, Duncan. So... Am I able to get off my platform onto my landing? Yeah, yeah that, that's included in the first round check. So you're on your landing. Oh, you're it's including the. Now. Fr- oh, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. Sweet. And so now you've got to make now you've got to make another check to avoid these tendrils of water that are whipping up, trying to grab you and pull you back down under the undertow. How are you going to do that? So Duncan uses his uh, knowledge metagame, which is a joke that used to make a lot more sense. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, guys, just three point five myself. Um, uh, <laughs> there it is. Oh, was that the sound of it? That's the point five. It's it's actually me blowing my nose. That's the (laughs) oh boy, Duncan. Yeah, I think probably given that he's had to like jump over onto this platform or the landing rather, I don't like my odds of resetting in time before the water comes at me. So I think I will just draw my big old sword and just sort of like slash. Slash bat the water away. Um, very good. Okay, so Duncan tries to slash these tendrils of water that are that are lunging out at him. Very cool, and just trying to like cut them in half and remove them from the source. Uh, very cool. Make an attack roll for me. Ah! <laughs> oh no, it's gone. Oh no. Uh, that is going to be twenty-four. Oh yeah, big time. So I think it cuts through a few so tendrils of water. We say it suffice to say I just jack bowed those tendrils. I don't specifically know what you're referencing, but yes. Dude! I mean, I know what a... Jack Bauer is. Ah. I, 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 That's all you I don't need know. to know. Okay, what's Jack Bauer then? <laughs> I mean, okay, Jack Bauer is the main character from the TV show 24, but also a thing when you play, um, is it, there's a card game where the Jacks are called Bowers. Right. Um, but like, what did I just roll to hit the tendrils with, Ben? Like a sword? <laughs> <laughs> the number. <laughs> My attack roll was 24. Oh! <laughs> Oh, yes, his audio problem over here. That's what yeah. it was. It was definitely that and not, like, anything else. Yeah, totally. Very good. <laughs> what? What? Is that our, our laughter is delayed by a couple of minutes? So, like, in, like, three minutes' time, he's going to get like, really, like, loving that joke. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Look, that was a good joke, and it's also a good hit. I think Tukar slices through a number of these tendrils and uh, definitely does prevent himself from being hit by them. So now you've got an opportunity to take an action here whilst you're standing on this island. The first lever has been hit. The talking has commenced. Uh, the second lever is unstruck at present. Well, I'm going to whip a hand axe at it. Yeah, very, very cool. Go ahead and give that a crack. I think it's it's probably pretty far. What's the range on the hand axe? 20 is the short increment. You've also got a bow, right? Yes. Do you think it would be easier to do it with a bow or with a hand axe? I just kind of assumed that an axe would do a far better job of flipping a lever than an arrow. What if you Functionally, the axe would, but it's like this room is wide and these three islands are kind of... 
let me think. Well, it's probably like... Like, you, you'd be in the long range for the hand axe for sure, but you'd be well in the short range for the bow. Yeah, okay, I'll do the bow. Yeah, cool. All right, Duncan whips out a fucking yeah. bow and tries to link fucking solving a dungeon puzzle in Ocarina of Time, this <laughs> shit. And uh, he, he toys with the idea of the hand axe, decides a little too far, and, and does go for a bow shot. So go ahead and make that attack roll for me. That's going to be 18. Fuck yeah, that's good. I'm going to say the arrow definitely does strike this lever and it just rattles it in its handhold enough that it like drops down into the into the bottom. And the big number two and also the lever both illuminates as the timing continues. You guys like that one? The big number yeah, two? It's pretty, pretty good. Yeah, yeah, I love it. Okay. Dude. You know what's even better than your shit joke? Go on. The action surge I'm going to use right now to flip the third lever. <laughs> oh, tight. Tight as hell. Okay, so Donkey burns an action surge and gets another, I guess, attack. But I suppose that's how we're doing this. Yeah. So, well, yeah, I mean, definitely. Action surging is just another action. Can I not, as my action, okay. just yeah, yeah. pull the lever? <laughs> For sure. You absolutely like, can. Uh, like a normal <laughs> human being. No, dude, I think you have to hit it with your sword. <laughs> I mean, shit, I'll do it if you make me. Um, no, I'm not going to make you, but you do smash the... Yeah, it's funny, because when Jody went over, he depressed the lever with his staff. So, so far, every lever has been depressed by a weapon. So, <laughs> well, given that Duncan is a fucking weapon, <laughs> still holds. Oh, uh, yeah, that's tight, dude. That's tight. That's going to be the, the promo clip that's pulled out for this episode. The Grace is going to turn into a cool video. Uh, very cool. Duncan definitely does go over and depress the final lever. And yes. Yeah, uh, I just tell him some old war stories. <laughs> and it's like, oh, this is so sad. And uh, the lever and the big number three, figure out what that one is by yourself, uh, light up. <laughs> the big number three and the third lever both illuminate. And the resounding, talking, ticking sound ceases immediately. Uh, a final talk echoing around this large cavernous space. The water doesn't stop, though. The raging torrent of water is still there, and these tendrils are still whipping up at you. But the iron-wrought doors in front of the three of you all spring open very quickly, almost as if they're spring-loaded, and you've got an opportunity to get the fuck out. Do they sound like Star Trek doors? Um, yes. Yeah. <laughs> Was that a foley work that you just did there? Um, this is... Sorry, I fucked up the microphone. Oh, okay. oh very good, yes. Good, good, good. It sounded like a Star Trek door foley thing. Yeah, right? <laughs> Um, I think Jody did not anticipate that the lever, like, would be going down, and so has essentially, like, sort of been, like, readying himself to use his concussive rod to launch himself off and strike towards a lever. And so I think what's happened is, like, Jody has, like, now launched himself in that direction and is just, like, sort of hurtling through the air as, like, a door opens and is probably just, like, flying through the yeah, door he's just essentially. straight through the yeah, door like yeah, yeah. falling very down. much intending to like to strike a lever but they're all done and so he's just like you just see Jody zip past and like zoom into like the, like the next door he zooms into the dragon's mouth ah! and gets swallowed whole no um, so Jody just like launches himself into the darkness beyond the door yep fantastic what about uh, jo- uh, Druzzy and Duncan are we still in initiative count no well if you're gonna then I go through the door first <laughs> If you're going to do anything other than go through the door, then yes. But if you're just going to go through the door, then no. No. I walk through the door very quickly. Yeah, very, very cool. And what about Donkey? I'll say there is darkness beyond. the door at a cautious pace with my blade in front of me. Because I'm not a fool. Out of the frying pan, into the... 
Fryer. Yep, Ooh. no, not, not that at all. Instead, you guys walk through into a dark space. And as the third of you walks through, the doors snap shut behind you. And now you guys are in a large dark space. All three of you together, not in three separate tunnels. Interesting. And you are in one big tunnel, which is probably like... Well, as wide as those three doors were apart from each other. So not quite as wide as the full room that you've just come out of, but it is quite a wide tunnel. And it's tall as well, and it's dark, and it's the same kind of slightly slimy stone that you've been encountering the entire time you've been travelling through this sea cave. And it's kind of dark. Uh, I guess now, in addition to his rebreather... <gasps> Jody can't put his goggles on because he's using them as a rebreather! No, 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 don't be mistaken, my friend. I said very clearly, it's already canon, that he's fashioned it so that there's one One over of one them eye, is over his, and one yeah, over his eye. Mouth. So he can see out of one eye. Yeah. So he's got a good eye. That's the thing, Jody's better with one eye. Like, mm. he's just been like... It's like a Super Saiyan training thing. Like, he intentionally uses both eyes to, like, limit himself right right what about what, what if we would call him Joden one eye pretty good yeah, pretty good yeah nice I thought Tim would really like that one yeah okay. what did um, you say I was I said, what, if we, what yeah. if we called him Joden one eye <laughs> yeah okay yeah didn't didn't love that okay <laughs> that's okay that's fine that's cool no no worries man um I'll just call him the, I'll just call him the everyone daddy <laughs> <laughs> Heyo, it's me, your boy Big B, just checking in on you in the middle of the show as per usual. I hope you're enjoying chapter 34. Sorry it's a little bit late, but thanks as always for listening. I just wanted to draw your attention to the fact that the events are now live and tickets are now on sale for Curio's upcoming live performances at Fringe World Perth in 2019. We're going to be running three episodes of HGW Laid all live at Lazy Susan's Comedy Den in January. You can check out details for that by searching How to Win Loot and Influence Dragons at the Perth Fringe World website. Also, if you're the kind of person who thinks science is cool, you should definitely come check out the live launch of Curio's brand new science communication podcast, The Uncertainty Principle. We're launching live with four episodes, again at Fringe World Perth in February, and the hosts are myself and the amazingly talented Taryn Lorbenstein. The show looks at interesting stories from the world of science and the intersections between science and society at large. There might even be a few swears. If you want to know more, go look for The Uncertainty Principle on the Perth Fringe World website. Anyway, this is getting a little bit long and advertisement-y, so I won't take up any more of your time. Thanks as always for listening. You guys are all the best. We hope you're having a good time and enjoy the rest of the show. Oh no. So would you say that Jody is the everyone daddy, Jackson? <laughs> <laughs> that's not a um, that's not a J user original, but that's that's maybe like a a crowdsourced a bit of bit of canon for you. Do you think maybe that there's good. like a mechanic associated with the fact that Jody would have no depth perception? Oh definitely. If he has to fight in this darkness, yeah, yeah, yeah. absolutely, yes. No <laughs> well if you think about how long he's spent hanging out with us shallow motherfuckers, I don't think he has much depth perception anymore. <laughs> oh <laughs> He just burned us. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Jody truly is the beating heart of, of, of the group. <laughs> Okay, uh, here we are. You guys are in this dark tunnel. It continues up ahead of you, and you would probably see, like, it's pretty far away, but down this big, deep tunnel, there is a sort of dim light source. 
Um, and when I say far away, I mean like it's like on the horizon kind of far away. And also, I suppose you would notice, I guess this would be obvious considering that you're looking at the light source, it is like up quite a bit. In fact, this tunnel slopes gently upwards. If Drusilia was to look a little bit closer, would she see anything else? Maybe with the... Perception with the, A natural 20 perception check? Okay, that's fucking ridiculous. Um, <laughs> the short answer is I don't see how, but I will say because it was so, so good, Druzzy, with her good, good vision, notices that as the tunnel slopes upwards, it is very slowly getting drier, less slimy, and narrower. It's like some of what you want and also some of what you don't want. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. It's like you, you want to say the good or the bad sometimes, you know? Yeah, well, as much as Trisilia can see that the tunnel gets narrower, it really doesn't narrow anything down for her. <laughs> Probably just going to walk ahead, given that Very, very good. Um, look, I will say this. After completing that puzzle, you guys level up. Now, I don't know if you want to stop and take a little break, a little rest and recupo here. I will say, like, the doors have closed behind you. You see and hear no immediate threats. Uh, You've got this tunnel sloping up ahead of you. It is dark, but other than that, it seems pretty secure. Yeah, so are we short resting then as well? Short resting requires, like, an hour. I'm just thinking, like, you know, maybe catch your breath for five minutes, whatever. Up to you guys, though. You can take a short rest if you'd like. I'm actually doing okay for spell slots, so I don't need to. How's everyone else? You get none back on a short rest anyway. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Dunky, what's your vibe? At the end of the day, being a fighter, I'm always going to be the one who benefits the most from a short rest, but I'm not too stressed. Like, I, I could use a bit more health, but I can also just like heal myself for like 30 points of health whenever I want. So. Yeah, right. <laughs> That's pretty cool like, yeah. to have. Yeah. I sort of got that in, in the tank. I, honestly, why don't we just take one? Because like, what is the point in not? Yep. Fair. Okay. Okay. Let's do hit die stuff. Why don't we start with T? I am going to play the odds and keep my dice because I rolled an eight. Okay, you did well, because I rolled a 7. 8 is very good. Jody, D8? Yeah. Alright, do it with me. Um, I rolled a 6, so I'm going to keep that. 6 is also very good, so also smart. Yes, yeah, smart move. Um, Gracie, D6? Yep. Um, I'm going to take yours. I got a 4. Nice, I got a 3. Remember to add your con mod and also plus 1 for you, Gracie. Thank you. Because of your draconic thing. Ooh, hey, you guys are level 10 now, right? Yep. Yep. Fuck yeah, that's so exciting. What kind of cool shit does everyone get at level 10? Barely anything. (laughs) (laughs) My superiority Uh, die goes from a D8 to a D10. That is literally it. That's actually sick, though. Like, that's that's pretty good. Drazilia gets a new metamagic feature for the first time. Oh, that's pretty fun. Do you get to, like, pick another one, or what's the deal? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. Um, I think I might take... Either careful spell or subtle spell. Nice. What do those both do? Careful means that I can choose creatures to succeed a saving throw against magic. Well, maybe subtle spell then. Or as Drazilia would call it, sneaky spell. I was <laughs> going to say coward spell. Seeing, <laughs> bold. <laughs> Seeing uh, following your naming adventure. But no, sneaky spell is better. What does sneaky spell do, Gracie? Um, it means that I don't have to use any somatic or verbal components. Oh, nice. So, like, like doing, like, wandless and gestureless casting, like in yeah. Harry Potter? Yeah, nice, yeah, yeah. nice, 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 nice. Do that teacup. It's high level shit. Does Very that mean cool. that if I cast a spell, they don't necessarily know who cast it? Yeah, I would say that's the case. Unless it, like, emanates from you for some reason, which some <sighs> spells do. That. But, yeah. 
Yeah, that's a very cool way to do a, a sneaky, sneaky thing. Mm. When you asked Ben if I got more superiority, did I? It made me curious, and I went red. And since level seven, I should have had five instead of four that uh, I just hadn't even uh, Hey, and so it's like you get a bonus one now. <laughs> yeah. And also, the save DC for, like, if they need to take a save from one of my superiority maneuvers, which I had on my page as 13, because my strength and proficiency have both gone up, is actually 16 now. So Nice. I was just lagging behind my wow. efficacy for like at least two, three levels now. Nice. So you can just fucking go harder on those combat superiority maneuvers. That's very, very cool. All right. What is what is jo- what what stupid fucking flying ability does Jody get this time? <laughs> um, so I think you notice that Jody, as he's like sort of like pacing around and like sort of rolling about, is probably about like five feet faster like <laughs> now. So Jody gets uh, 50 feet of movement Fuck in a turn. Fuck me! Um, 50 feet! And then you oh. probably also notice that he starts coughing and spluttering and then uh, quickly fastens his goggles back onto his face because he's now immune to disease and poison and thus uh, probably no longer <laughs> under the uh, effect of that... Uh, Yep, uh, that spell. So uh, the, the the pure temple that is Jody Mastana grows a little more holy. Yeah, wow. Um, I yeah. think I think mechanically Jody isn't sure if the effects of that wore off yeah. or if um, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. But he just knows now. Yeah, that, yeah. He definitely can now breathe air again. Exactly. He doesn't have to just breathe water. Yeah. So that's pretty exciting. So does does he get any new spells or anything, or what's the deal? New spell slots, perhaps? Yeah, I get um, a new spell and a new cantrip. Oh fuck! Hell um, yeah. That's cool. Get that mage hand. Yeah, you could definitely take mage hand. That would have been fucking useful. I think I'm also going to drop Ice Storm oh. and instead take Dimension Door. Actually, we've already got Dimension Door on the Yeah, you've game, got Dimension so... Door, and that's, that's ineffective. Okay, well, how about Creation? Fifth level. Creation is very fun. You can make a lot of cool stuff. Um, telekinesis, also fun. You gain the ability to move or manipulate creatures or objects by thought. Oh, okay, uh, no, that's better. Especially with no verbal or somatic components, you can just make yeah, yeah, shit yeah. fly around. It's very cool. Okay, so you can try to move a huge or smaller creature. That's enormous. Uh, make an ability check with your spellcasting ability contested by the creature's strength check. If you win the contest, you move the creature up to 30 feet in any direction, including upward. <laughs> Of the spell. So you can just throw shit in the air until the end of your next turn. The creature is yeah. So object, you can try to move any object that weighs up to one thousand pounds. Uh, if the object isn't being worn or carried, you automatically move it. Oh wow! You don't have to take a check. If it's not being worn or carried, you just move it. Um, if the object is worn or carried, you make a contested check. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Pretty cool. Kind of just like dope version of Mage Hand, mm. and it lasts up to ten minutes. Like on a, on a you could get like a thousand pound item and just fly it around yeah, for yeah, ten yeah, minutes. Definitely. Very very <laughs> cool. Good, yeah. So you're going to take Telekinesis, and also, what was the lower level spell you're taking? Yeah, okay, I'm going to take Polymorph. You're going to take Polymorph? Okay, so yeah. so not having a level 5 spell. And Telekinesis. I've got Cone of Cold oh, okay. and Telekinesis, level 5. Oh, nice. Okay, so Polymorph and Telekinesis she's picking up after dropping Ice Storm. Very, very cool. And Mage Hand on the cantrip. Yep. So I think considering Druzzy got both the ability to do those things without verbal and somatic components and two essentially telekinetic spells, she's basically <laughs> like Matildering all over the place now. <laughs> just at every yeah. given opportunity, she's just doing a Matilda thing. All right, I like that. Very, very cool. Um, okay, so you guys well, short I can hit just a little bit better. <laughs> <laughs> My oh. name's Donkey Khan. Not many people oh, know God. that. You guys are long resting, short resting. Is anyone going to take any the opportunity to heal up a little bit? Use some hit die, or what's the deal, here? I did. I spent a couple. Oh, nice. How many hit points you get back? And what do you want? I am now on my max, 
Which, nice. get this, ladies and gentlemen, I've crossed the threshold. I have 103 HP. Whoa! <laughs> Whoa, the threshold. Okay. Things are going to start hitting you harder. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah, Jody burns uh, four, five hit die, sorry, uh, which is like half of his hit die, and gets back 28 health, and is now up to his max, which is 80 now. Oh, wow. I'm just going to spend one hit die. Uh-huh, where does that put you? My max is actually 76. Ooh. Sorry, Jody. Not that much daylight. <laughs> Not that much daylight at all. <laughs> Very sad. Okay, good. Um, well, now that you guys are coming to the end of your long rest period, bye, Saint. <laughs> Saint's leaving the room. <laughs> As you guys are coming to the end of your short rest hour, you get a little bit of chatter over the sending stone, or those two of you that have sending stones get this chatter. And what comes through is Alyssa Brambles saying... Uh, hey, uh, I think I might have some company out here. And she says, uh, we'll report back. And she doesn't say anything unless anyone says anything to her. We should probably hurry up a bit. <laughs> probably shouldn't have taken an hour. It's <laughs> <laughs> kind of irresponsible. About about it. It. <laughs> you know what I've always said uh, about academic tagalongs? They're dispensable. <laughs> 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 yeah, yeah, great. Let's speed it up. So you guys yeah. pick it up, heading, heading, heading further up the tunnel. Okay, so you guys proceed to walk up this long tunnel as it is sloping upwards, getting less slimy and uh, drier and narrower, until it is just like kind of uh, like a pretty wide, generous passageway. And as it proceeds up, it goes from being kind of roughly cut to looking a little more deliberately manufactured, and this sort of spot of light gets brighter and brighter. And probably you're about... Mm, well, you've been, you've been going for maybe like 10 or 15 minutes when Alyssa Brambles reports back. And she crackles over the stone and says, Okay, uh, so there's been a bit of a development out here uh, at the front door. So, yes, that was approaching fish folk. It was like a scouting party. Four of them came in. Uh, I, I hid, and they immediately went for the keystone on the statue. And I'm pleased to report that, uh, that, uh, what, would, what did you call it, Drasilia? Uh, humiliation trap? Yes. Uh, seem, seems to have done the job. Uh, they, 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 got, they got trapped in some kind of black goo. Uh, they looked very upset. And <laughs> oh, I, I prom- promptly was able to uh, non, non-lethally dispatch of them. Uh, so, you know, good news, bad news. Good news, I'm okay. Keystone's okay. Uh, bad news for unconscious fish folk here. Uh, trap is now missing, and assumedly more coming. So I don't know if you guys got anything left in the tank over there, but uh, that's where we're at. Have you considered a hostage situation? <laughs> <laughs> she says a hostage situation. Uh, interesting. <laughs> interesting. Um. We'll be out as soon as we can. Okay, thanks. Bye. Bye, Alyssa. <laughs> okay, well, she says, yeah, yeah, you you get on that. She seems like a little distracted by this idea of a hostage situation. Uh, oh, nice. This is when we see the dark re- side of Alyssa Brambles. That's very fun. I hadn't even considered that. I mean, she's Something's arguably about like trapped in a bramble. <laughs> Ah, she's arguably not the most sympathetic character I've ever created yeah, on this definitely. program. <laughs> but, um, yeah, yeah. So you guys continuing along up the tunnel? Yeah, yeah. With haste, I guess. Okay, not yeah. a spell. With with haste. Okay, great. So after a while, this point of light in the distance begins to become a more defined series of things. What it is is an opening into a 
dimly illuminated space. It is what appears to be, as you get closer, a small room. You can't see any threats in the room, like no no opponents or anything, but there are like a number of things, items and objects, just sitting there. So I will like describe the things from afar if you would like. Um, yeah. Um, can't, do you want to poke it with a stick or? <laughs> Got him. Yeah, all right. <laughs> I think Jody pro- probably rolls a perception check. It's just yeah, like yeah. before we like <laughs> end. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Um, that's an eighteen plus seven, twenty-five. I feel like every time right. that Duncan does roll perception, what he's doing in the universe is just poking it with a stick. <laughs> yeah, that's his, <laughs> that's his primary method of perceiving. Um, all right, cool. So he definitely like Duncan progresses along the tunnel, kind of cautiously prodding, poking for traps. And as you're getting closer and closer, I think Jody's having a good peep. What you would see is a small cozy but joyless sitting room what appears to be a perfectly functional perfectly comfortable nice ishly appointed space with no embellishment for style or flair or any sense of real warmth about it a real sort of ikea living room is what you're saying uh less a little more spartan even than that there's no Nordic I mean, minimalist. That, yeah, exactly. There's clean Scandinavian lines. In my notes, I have in my notes I have literally written a cozy but joyless sitting room. So that's yeah. the vibe right. that I want you to take into this space. Um, so are you telling off- us that the words you initially described it with are literally yes. how you want us to picture it? Yes, exactly. Um, okay. okay. I if- think I can handle that. Okay. Good. Yeah, you keep trying to throw Nordic actually, minimalism. Yeah, no, sorry. Grace has actually corrupted my mind. I also need yeah. to try to redefine it. Does yeah. it look kind of like the uh, Gryffindor common room? Is that sort of what you're picturing? I think that's a little too joyful. Um, <laughs> maybe the Slytherin common room. Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. Or like whatever the, the Ravenclaw room. one would look like. I reckon that's what it's, it looks like. It's the Hufflepuff room. It's full of bongs and shit. Yeah, no. Um, yeah, it, it probably is closer to the Ravenclaw common room, whatever that looks like uh, in your mind, if we were going to do a Harry Potter thing, which I guess we are now. Um, anyway, this room. Off to one side, you've got what is like essentially a small sofa chair. Uh, not particularly thick padding, but it is there. There's a little table. Uh, there's a small empty bookcase and a small fireplace. Off to the other side of the room, you have a small, probably like four seat table with one seat at it and a little sort of kitchenette type deal. I mean, there's obviously no like mod cons as it were, but you know, magical equivalents. There's something like a magical type cooktop uh, and you know, like a sink and things like that. You're saying there's plumbing in here? No, Tom, I'm saying there's a spell called create water that uh, can be used magically to create water. <laughs> anyway, where does it go? Uh, into another Is there spell. a bag of holding underneath a little create water tap? There's a spell called destroy water. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this spell is- I think this spell is actually called create or destroy water. Yes. <laughs> that's that's what's going like on here. a hole in the sink? Yeah, yeah, and it just floods the room. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Every time you use the sink. Oh, uh, dear. Uh, also, off to the side, off to the side of the room that has this small sort of sitting area in it, you see a spiral staircase cut into the wall, you know, kind of like recessed into the stone. Not lunched into it? No. It's much shorter. <laughs> That wasn't clever. Remember your recess, guys? Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, Grace, I love your relatable humor that you're always you're always bringing to this podcast. That like zany, wacky, and relatable humor. I love it. Uh, I just enjoyed that so much. Okay, right. spiral staircase. What are we doing here? Does it go up or down or both? Both. Ooh. 
Split the party, split the party. <laughs> All the Jodies independent. <laughs> <laughs> I reckon we should go up first. Take because a high ground. What goes what up goes must up. come down. Yeah. Ah, <laughs> I, I, uh, you, yeah, you, you didn't jack my steez that time. Uh, uh, you both did it, and also T did a thing, and I'm not sure whose was funnier. I like them both. All right, um, let's <laughs> let's go upstairs. All right, Garrick. Yeah. Yeah, let's go upstairs. Yeah. <laughs> You're upstairs now, guys. And upstairs, you would find a similarly cozy but joyless, what appears to be, sleeping space. There is a moderately sized bed. By the way, I will say all of this stuff is pretty ancient looking. Mm. In addition to being small, sort of Spartan, it's like covered in dust and various states of disrepair. And everything's bare. Like the cupboards in the kitchen are bare, that bookcase was empty, this bedroom has like a bed, no linen probably no mattress, just like a bed frame. There's a little walkthrough from this small room into what would once have been a luxuriously appointed library that is now also completely bare. If only they'd known there was a bare bed right here, they never would have <laughs> had to bother Goldilocks. <laughs> yeah, well, they, they wouldn't have stayed here because it's dangerous because there's a bear sleeping up here. Also, do you um, think that Goldilocks is the protagonist and, like, victim of that story, T? <laughs> Like, it was very much, like, there were bear beds, she was stealing one. Yeah, it's true, she was doing a lot of crime. I completely forgot the direction in which that plot goes. <laughs> bears breaking into Goldilocks' That's the yeah, weird, in, in my brain, with my story. In my brain, Goldilocks has, like, three beds, and bears just come in, and like, which one <laughs> should we sleep in? Like, this bird's too tight for me. Yeah, shit. <laughs> Oh, man. That's the version Donald Trump wants to sell you. Yeah, exactly, (laughs) exactly. Fuck, what does that mean? Can Drazilia search the library for trinkets? Drazilia absolutely can search the library for trinkets. Make a perception check as you kind of move around the library. Surely that's an investigation check. Yeah, okay. I was trying to give you a little break there. Crazy intelligence Uh, character. How good is this? Why would you slam that down? You've given me enough rope to hang you with, so let's go with investigation. Okay, yeah, so that 19 becomes an 18. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Got you, Ben. Yeah, 18's pretty good. All right, I'll say this. After a pretty thorough pour through these empty shelves, uh, you Get it, because she's a bear. (laughs) (laughs) You decide to open... visual representation of pouring it. Which one of these Goldie books is going to be just right for you? Yeah. You should have taken Polymorph. You could have turned yourself into a bear. It would have been a great joke. I'd like to have this I did take Polymorph. (laughs) Go right ahead. Maybe I just turned Duncan into a bear to stop all his bear jokes. Oh. Oh. It's a little little hard for me to bear the fucking oh. continuation of this. The self-loathing hit right. so hard and so fast on that bear joke just then. Very good. Let's go. You decide to open one of the desk drawers of this sort of pretty boring-looking desk. Inside that drawer, it's like a deep drawer, and you find a little pot plant and that little pot plant contains a single rose wow interesting that is it like a red rose yeah interesting i was gonna be like is, is this a survival check but it's probably a nature check and that's mm-hmm. not really jody's bag so mm-hmm. i think jody like goes to say something realizes it <laughs> realizes what he's trying to do and then like sort of like gently leans back and doesn't say anything <laughs> Why yeah, does anyone want to take rose? Mm, a single one can I check it for Arcana? Oh, wait. Which one of us is seeing it through to next week's episode? That's the question. Oh, 
Oh, it's like a Bachelor thing. <laughs> oh, That's yes. That's very interesting. Oh, if I knew anything about The Bachelor, oh, I could do God. something Oh, my God. Osher Gunsberg enters the room oh. and is just like, guys, it's only one of you. And uh, who's he pick? Let's roll a D6. Uh, it's Jody. Jody's the most eligible contestant on the show. We all knew it. He finds love. The end I of the podcast. I can't wait to see who The Bachelorette is next episode that gave you this rose. <laughs> yeah. It's definitely a horrifying crab monster. Oh. Yeah. Grace, roll Arcana for me on that rose. You think that I might be um, skilled at Arcana, given I am sorcerer, yeah. but big no. That eight I'll take a, a nature seven. check. I'll take a nature check if that's better for you. No, it it's not. Be. Yeah, no. Uh, look, it's a rose. It's alive. That's probably weird, considering the implicit age of everything here, yeah. but that's all you get. Interesting. Should we just eat it? No! <laughs> what to do with it? Are there any thorns on it? Maybe, maybe that it's not the Bachelorette. There's a beast here. Be my guest. Be my guest. I'll do that test. Barely even friends. Unexpectedly. That was so good. Time song as old as time. Beauty and the beast. Musical episode. Yeah, we did it! It's the <laughs> musical episode! Maybe there's a stone buried in its roots and that's why it's alive. That's Fuck, I dig that. I dig that idea a lot. But, but also, like, also, if that's not the reason, I don't really right want to unpot it. Yeah. Well, let's. We've basically explored all of upstairs, right? Should we go downstairs? Yep. And- Wait, are, are, we, are we leaving the, the potted rose? Should we not? Oh, no, I think we bring, bring it with us for sure. Yeah, okay. I, I, I was reeks, just double checking. Reeks of plot importance, this. Because <laughs> if you think about how like dull and stony this whole environment yeah. is, it's the, the only joyful the thing in there. Is basically the Schindler's List jacket of this episode. Yeah, yeah. It's almost as if it's like a cool kind of stylistic contrast. Yeah, <laughs> definitely, definitely, definitely. Yeah. Um. Cool. Sh- should we roll downstairs? Roll. Yep. If only there was a yeah, Schindler's uh, lift for us to take down. The floor. <laughs> uh, uh, everybody, everybody, take a roll check. Uh, it's okay. acrobatics to, to, to roll. <laughs> Making my way downstairs, rolling hard. Oh, dearie. 14. What is a roll check? Roll? Can I take it yeah, as constitution? Acrobatics. What about uh, constitution? <laughs> Just kind of like that. Just bump on your butt down the stairs? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, butt will never be the same. Yeah. <laughs> Assuming you are letting me take it as constitution, I got 12. Uh-huh. Those of you who didn't beat 15 with your relevant check take one point of bludgeoning oh, and just your butts get hurt by the stairs. <laughs> I nearly... I'm so close to having exactly Dalmatian hit points right now. Oh, nice. All right. Would you like to take two points? <laughs> <laughs> yes, please. Okay. There you go. You, you can have 101 Dal hit points. Very good. Yeah, Jim uh, really yeah, what... got an 11 anyway because that's what acrobatics was. So Nice. Very, very good. So, uh, down into the basement you go. When you get into the basement of this cool three-level studio apartment, uh, you find a bare room. That's right. There's bears everywhere. <laughs> no, God. It's an empty room, except for one very prominent feature in the center. That feature is what appears to be a dentist's chair. With what? Well, it's now okay. Oh my god! What? Feed me, Seymour. <laughs> You're doing a little <laughs> horse thing. Yeah, it's yeah, not dude. a dentist's chair per se. It can also be like a Sweeney Todd style barber chair. It's just a chair that that, that's, yeah. that slides backwards. Above the chair is a metallic dome 
on a kind of like extendable, retractable. What is this sort of sort of thing? This you know, so terrifying. it's like imagine like the chair can tip backwards and like lie down, and then like actually emerging on like an armature from the back of the chair up around to the top is like a dome that you can like would go manipulate over a person's head, or it it could go over a person's head. It's actually like a hair dryer, one of those. Um, yeah, 19- is there anything yeah, inside like- the dome? There is not. It's polished copper, though, by the way, the dome, the metallic Do you think dome. this is... Okay, this is the opportunity for one of us to become, like, moderately, adequately intelligent. So, like... Yeah, are, this is are, a functional are, are we, mechanic. Are, yeah. <laughs> are we drawing, drawing sticks here? Yeah. yeah. Let's draw sticks. Uh, do you have any parchment? Ah. Someone should sit in the chair. See what happens. Yes, Crossbow someone not. should. Yeah. Yeah, Jody's, Jody's cool, but Drazzy, like, you, hey, Drazzy, you seem so keen to um, sit um, in the chair. I'll say this. This is actually something that we haven't dealt with in a while. All three of you would feel some degree of resonance with this room. Um, some degree of, like, crackling energy, sort of, you know, maybe just like a little bit like the hair on your neck stands up a little bit as you enter this space. Especially Drazilia, I will say, is feeling some extra... Sit in the chair, Drazi. Yeah. Drazi's like, I feel drawn to it, and sits in the chair. Oh? You do? Yeah, unless anyone stops me. All right. Well, I already, cro- I already crossbowed not, and so like... <laughs> That's funny. I just got that. <laughs> Thank you, dude. I said it before, and just no one I even... Care. I thought you said have crossbones, did not like... I think it's like crossbones not, and I thought you were like a pirate oh. thing or something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, like, that like pirates code, that pirates honor. Doesn't track with me, but all right, yeah, pal. Yeah, no, yeah. But crossbones very good. Yeah, yeah. All right, great. Jussie sits in the chair, and do you kind of adjust the dome thing so that it comes down over your head? Does the buzzing feel any different once I'm in the chair? A little bit. Like it might intensify a little bit once you sit in the chair. Yeah, she touches the dome. Nothing happens immediately when you touch the dome. Maybe another slight intensification of the sort of crickling, prickling, crackling energy in this room. This makes me uneasy, Drazzy. I reckon Drazzy just does it. She's curious. Okay, Drazzy gets gets on the chair uh, and pulls the helmet down over her body. And as she does, everyone hears this or feels the sort of vibrating, thrumming energy in the room increase to a new height. But as soon as the dome passes sort of onto like either side of her temples, for Druzzy, that is silenced or at least blocked out by the intense, indescribable experience happening within her own mind. As soon as this sort of hemisphere of polished copper reaches sort of brow level on Drazilia, she feels a not quite painful, but certainly invasive white beam of energy almost tunneling into her brain and can i get you to make a assuming you try are you are you gonna try and fight this juzzy or are you just gonna let it go probably just let it go okay well in that case drazilia puts up no resistance allowing the curiosity to draw her deeper into this experience and she hears through this sort of emergingly loud white noise and static the cine had vr she hears a garbled message that sounds as if it's travelled a long distance through really bad old telephone lines. And what she hears is a female voice saying, Dandelion, is that you? Hey, 
How to Win Loot and Influence Dragons is a production of the Curio Network and hosted by Thomas Owen, Grace Chapel, Ben McAllister, and Jackson Newsett. Editing by Ben McAllister. You can find details of all the music in the show notes. We've got other content on Curio, such as Odds and Ends, where Grace talks with people about the mementos they've kept and the stories behind them, or still interested, where we look at film and TV that has been rebooted or remade and try to figure out why they thought it was a good idea. Check it all out at curionetwork.com.